guys. Welcome back to Fourth and Dirty. This is your commish, your champ, Jesse. This week with me, I have Adam. Hey, everyone. How are you doing? This so, is Adam. What's going on, buddy? How you doing? How I'm you doing all right. Yeah. yeah. Also known as Kamara Sutra currently. We'll see if he keeps <laughs> that name or not. I um, might keep that name. Yeah, you might keep the name. All right, guys. So, um... We got, you know, let's let's run through the news, keep the league up to date. So we've got a draft day set. We currently have it set as August 24th. The draft itself is at 4.30, but the party starts at 2. I figure that yeah. gives us plenty of time to uh, cook, not have disasters. Get drunk. Get drunk, and then make very terrible decisions when we draft. Yes, because we need to inhibit all of the other players in our draft as much as possible so we can laugh at them as they they draft another quarterback in the second round exactly pull the old uh, andy there um spe- so speaking of that since the na- draft is now 824 i've dropped my commissioner powers and said keepers need to be in a week before so that makes it 817 it seems fair that seems fair that's a whole week so that's from this day which is august 2nd that gives you two weeks to figure out who you're keeping mm-hmm. i think that's a fair amount of time and that's a fair amount of time on the back end yep. for everyone to figure out their draft strategy with this whole new keeper system that we built in. So keep that in mind. Party Party's 824 at f- drafts 430. Keeper's in by 817. I swear to God, if you're fucking emailing me and calling me because you didn't put your damn keepers in, I'm just... Oh, something here, something here. <laughs> and then the last thing is bring your money. Bring your $20. 20 Twenty dollars. All right, guys. So that gives us a grand total. I'm, I'm gonna say this right now. Let me back it up. If you do not bring your twenty dollars, or this is fucking 2019, we have Cash App and Venmo and PayPal. And are there any other mm. ones I'm missing here? Um, check. I'll take one. a check. I don't know. Fuck. Like, oh, check. Bring your goddamn money, because I have you read. Accept, they accept Monopoly money. No, I, got, I, got I want stacks 20 stacks. U.S. dollars. You know what? Bring 20 euros, actually. We'll actually make money. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I have, some, I, have some, I have some yen saved in from our uh, Japan. You're going to need Japan a lot trip. of fucking yen <laughs> to get that $20, dude. It's still like 100 to 1 conversion. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. All right. But anyways, the point is bring your money because I don't want to deal with a situation where somebody doesn't pay and then come the end of the year, we're short for the yeah. winner or that person I hear, I hear it all the time that person actually won and so it's like well you didn't fucking pay into the league so pay it in let's do it on draft day let's be done with it by draft day that's true you we have all these apps now i feel like there's no excuse at this point like let's get the money in because we need it we need it for the payouts and we need it for upgrades yeah. that we've been talking about I feel, so, yeah. I feel like a good penalty would be if you don't get it in by the end of the draft. So even then, you'll be with us the whole round table for a good like maybe hour, hour and a half, mm-hmm. like during the draft. Like after the draft, if you still haven't paid, if you happen to go one through third place and when you and have your winnings, um, your winnings will be forfeit and it will be reinvested back into the league. I that's that exactly be- that's really what I was gonna say. I'm like, I will not pay you out. I'm gonna tell you right now, like Adam and I co-commission this i'm not doing it i'm not paying out somebody who didn't pay into the league i'm just not doing it so i want to avoid that problem here and now so we don't have to deal with it later so speaking Mm. of on that point um when everyone pays in we have four hundred dollars four hundred dollars what do we do with that money adam 
Um, we discussed this a little bit off camera, but um, I believe we should uh, at least since we have this is going to be a surplus specifically for this year since we got the uh, two hundred from last year. We didn't really uh, do anything do anything with it so far, but I think we should invest reinvest into the league and get um, you know a winner and loser trophy because right now the current ones we have is a race car <laughs> boy scout uh boxcar little no so no, it, no, it, no, so it was uh, it was a peewee football yeah, trophy pee, i the had the peewee, peewee one <laughs> peewee i was thinking box the boxcar one i do have one of those peewee yeah i had some of those too uh, a peewee football trophy which funny enough i think it says it has number 98 on it so before we went to half point ppr this last season so the first four the first four years um in year five we went P- we went half point PBR. So the first four years when we were just a standard league, the way we had our with, with our five touchdowns for QBs, you needed to act oddly enough, you needed to average ninety eight points if you wanted to be the champion. That's a great superstition to have. It really was a really it was like an odd sort of thing I just discovered. I was like, mm. wait, what the fuck? Like four years in a row, you pretty much had to have ninety eight points or more if you were gonna be the champion. That's just how it worked out. Yeah, so it was some Bobo ass trophy that I had laying around because I was like, well, what, how do we, how do we, how do we make this league better? So we have that. The main problem with that is um, I've run out of space on the base to put yeah, that's placards that, of champions. Yeah, so it's like yeah. four. So like I'm gonna get this trophy as the new current champion. What? what? Yeah. And I can't even put my goddamn name on it because I have to take somebody else's yeah, name yeah. off. That's what I was thinking of reinvesting into the league, getting a yeah. trophy that has large enough space for at least another good. 10 to 15 ish years exactly and same thing with the uh unfortunately the sacco trophy which i'll be getting we have a meme photograph of <laughs> it's really funny. manning or no eli, eli manning just the worst being brother. super dad bod on the beach carrying a little p- pale bucket of whatever the fuck it's co- of uh it's holding and it's just torn it's been desecrated by god knows what it's been run over by each of the previous Sacco winners or losers. Yeah, this is and the third, third year we've done this, doesn't this trophy? Because yeah. we had the trophy, and then the year after we added the Sacco trophy. Yeah. So this year you're going to get the Sacco, and I'm going to get my, my Bobo mm-hmm. <laughs> PB football trophy back. <laughs> so, yeah. um, who had it last year? Was it Steven? Yeah, it was Steven. So, Steven, um, you need to. As it currently stands, you need to desecrate the trophy in a non-gross way. No bodily fluids, mm. no fluids of other animals. Do something like, you know, I the I initially like I crumpled it, burned it, cut it. It's in a uh, goodwill shit frame. Mm-hmm. The glass is broken. The goodwill sticker is still on it. Mm. Um, I think Michael drew like a mustache on it. I don't know. Whatever it is, you got to desecrate. Make it worse than it was, and then you have to pass it on to Adam. Yeah, it's not even the trophy itself that I'm the worried about. It's just where I'm gonna put it and yep. convince Bella to have it put somewhere prominently in my in to. my house. It's and the rule. It is the rule. Would she be happy? Okay, so it's so we were doing some digging earlier on trophies, and we found this one that ha- that we can have up to 15 years worth of names on it. So that's a pretty good. Yeah, buddy. that's a long long time we can keep this trophy. At the top of it is literally a horse's ass. <laughs> Would she yep. be happy with a horse's ass or shitty Eli Manning? Um, 
Hmm. So at least it's a trophy. <laughs> it's gold yeah. from a fire. Like, oh, probably cool, you be better with the yeah. Probably be better with the uh, with the trophy because at least we would know it would be at least somewhat clean. Right. Um, with the uh, photograph, it's questionable at best. Um, I much prefer the horse's ass. Okay. So yeah, we've um, the site I found ass. that horse's ass on. Um, looks like starting thirty five bucks. That's not bad. And I found we have there's tons of options for like baller ass fucking trophies. Mm. But a lot of these are talking like 150, 160 bucks. So between the two of them, we're probably gonna blow out the two hundred dollars. Yeah, which is not a bad way to to enhance the league. We got a nicer trophy with more league history built behind it yep. for both first and last. And then you know if we want to do something later on, we can do like another double investment. I mean. A jump from 20 to 40 is not super big for one year. And then we can still keep it at $20. Yeah, that's true. So speaking of, so if we do take that first 200 of the 400 and do it, do it for league upgrades, how do we, what do we do with the payout for the $200? How do we break that up, Adam? Um, well, if we're going to do, be doing the payout, usually the going from top, to, from top to bottom, the top player would probably get a little bit more than half. And then, so in this case, uh, we're, since we'll have the 200, it'll be like maybe like 120. Um, second place would get about half of that, so 60. And third place would just basically essentially get their money back so they don't have to pay for next year. They basically pay for their year. Yeah. Now, that's what I, that's the pretty much the stereotypical thing I see in a lot of like forums and stuff is that third, just get your money back. So basically, you have your buy in for next year. Um, and then, I mean that. Yeah, that's how I have. I have. I'm in another league at work where it's an auction league, and it's essentially the same thing. Our buyout is, uh, we just voted it. They, I got. We got. They voted for it, and now it's gonna be like a hundo to get in. And I'm like, ooh, oof. But you know, as long as I get third or high, last year, I got fourth place. I was so mad at myself for losing to the third place game. But, um, but yeah, it's are hard, man. Um, it's fine. It's actually quite fun. Um. I just usually my first round pick, I just pick a kicker and don't even bet on him. Like not even a kicker I want <laughs> and let other people spend like five, ten dollars on a kicker. That's a pretty <laughs> troll fucking move, dude. It's, I, it's I pretty great. It. It's pretty great. And I nominate Greg Zerland. And you're like, five dollars. <laughs> you're yeah. like zero. And they're yeah. like, five dollars. And you're like, ha, you just spent five dollars. What's your total budget, your auction budget? Um, in the auction league, I think it is also 200. It's actually double the amount. So it's 200, it's 200 okay. on their on their site and you could bet however much. All right. And, uh, yeah, it's like the first couple of rounds are quite crazy. Cause, um, I didn't, I don't think I picked anybody for the first, like 10 rounds. Like what? Yeah. yeah it's just quite crazy. Those players I didn't want. Cause like they pick the players they want. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Cause you nominate. It's not like yeah, one yeah. through 10. Yeah. yeah they nominate, you know, I think my first, actually my first round pick last year was uh shady. And Ooh. yeah, or uh, well, I nominated Shady, okay. but I didn't actually pay any money, and someone else picked them up. Thank God. <laughs> but uh, what's really Losers. cool is you could do the uh, thing where I actually I was actually sweating bullets. Like I picked him, and I put like some money towards him to lure other people mm-hmm. to overspend for him. Ooh, that's a, now that's a real auction strategy. Yeah, <laughs> that's ballsy. And I, I think I got up to like thirty or thirty-five dollars. Someone paid thirty-five dollars for Shady. Ooh, boy. Yeah, he didn't. Uh, he, did, he didn't do too well no, that year. He did shit. I had him in another keeper league, and he was straight 
Dookie Balls. I actually, I'm probably going to dump him this year. I should do that. I should dump him and keep yeah. Matt Burita. <laughs> Fucking LaShawn. All right. So our other option for payouts is um, something I've seen pretty frequently is weekly payouts for the highest scorer. And what that does is it keeps an incentive going for the year. Now, mm. what's a fair amount of money to keep people interested, Adam, if you miss the playoffs again? What's going to keep you playing? Besides the fact, I know already know you're going to play hard. It doesn't matter because you don't want to be a sack. Like we already have that one incentive. How do we have like another, just a slightly more, just that little extra spice to keep it going? So something I've seen is five bucks. Would you be interested mm. if you were the highest score every every week? You just won five bucks. Would that make you? Would Would you be more incentivized to keep playing? To put your best starting lineup out there. Well, in that case, yeah, for five dollars, yes, because then that means I would only have to be the highest score for four weeks to just get my money back in terms right, of which the which seems league. like a pretty good deal, right? Yes, um, we could if we decide to uh, increase the buy-in by like another ten or twenty bucks to make it like thirty or forty, and we can also probably increase the weekly incentives as well. That'll probably keep that'll be more enticing as well. Yeah, because when we were we were breaking up the math earlier. If we did five bucks, that's eighty dollars off of the two hundred right there. So mm. you're down to one hundred and twenty, and it's like, all right, how do you break up if you give third place their money back? Now you're at a hundred. So then what do you do? Sixty forty? Like, yeah. Like, do you want to win a league? It only want to win minimum sixty dollars, and depending on how many weeks you actually ended up winning, high score could add on. Like, is that? Yeah. Would you rather prefer that, or would you rather prefer to win one hundred and twenty dollars? As first place. To me, I would rather win $120. Yeah. I think if we want to do the weekly buyouts, we have to increase yeah, that, our I, buy-in. I, 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 yeah, I, I agree with that. And it, it's actually like like a little funny meta game that you could play as well. It's like, okay, I could, I could win. Each, I could try and win each week and the league. Mm-hmm. That way I win the yeah. max amount of money for, exactly. for myself. All right, cool. So... Uh, it's definitely something we need to discuss, talk about. Um, if we can get everyone in the same room, I think it'll be a little easier to talk about it because that's kind of how we ended up with that last year with mm-hmm. the $20 buy-in. It's like we yeah. were all sitting there like, hey, what do we do? Da-da-da, cool. Um, but definitely something we need to keep a hold of, um, especially if you want to invest further, do other cool things. Like, yeah. you know, depending on how much money we throw, we can do like parties and I don't know, whatever it is else we want to do with the league, we can yeah. do that. Alrighty, so there's a couple just little they're small but kind of not really just some things i wanted to throw at you see what you thought as my kokomish i mean these are all things we've talked about anyway so it's sort of like what do we do with these now so something that i i think just needs to change regardless of what anyone fucking thinks about it i i honestly i think i could just use i mm. i try to be as commissioner i try to be a steward not telling people what to do, but sort of yeah, like, Hey, the- give everyone the options. Let's vote on it. Try to keep the league fresh. Try to keep the league fun. That's why, you know, yeah. that's why I started this podcast. You know, last year I was doing those, um, power rankings, kind of poking fun at people. Like I thought that was a fun thing. I'm like, I'm trying every year to yeah, keep, quite, it, keep yeah. it fresh, but something that has come up a lot. And I see a lot is the way our playoff system is set up is not normal. Our two week playoffs. That's not the norm in any, no. in any league. And I think that, you know, it's very rare when I'm just like, I'm just doing this as the commission. I'm just making this change. And I think this is one of yeah. the things like, I just want to tell you guys, I'm definitely like, if you guys want to vote, we'll definitely vote about it. That's what I would prefer. But I don't think anyone's going to argue with me that we need to have 
a real playoff, one week playoffs. Yeah, one week playoffs. So it, like that's what the NFL does. You get yep. one chance. Yep, and we could even incorporate the uh, bye week since because uh, we had the two week playoffs in the last four weeks of the year. We could have, you know, the first week the top two uh, seeds would have the bye, and then we could right. have the other everyone else fight it out. So basically, then... one through six would get a shot at the championship. Yeah, one two would get a bye, and then four. With two, uh, three would play six, four would play five, and more or less your wild card round. Winners advance, yep. winners advance, and what el- what it also does is it perfectly schedules us out as a ten team, ten team, ten man league. We have you play everybody once, mm-hmm. and your division mates twice. That's perfect. It lines yep. exactly up to. I'm liking this. Boom, up to up through week twelve, and then we have week. Uh, up through week 13 and then we have 14 15 16 it's a perfect perfect schedule of you play everybody because sometimes that happens you don't play somebody you play your division mates twice which is just like the nfl yep you got your bye weeks just like the nfl boom 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 it just lines up perfectly and i think i think we just need to do it yeah also it also increases the amount of teams that go in that are competing for the playoffs exactly. so yeah it's more than half of our league that's going to be going into the playoffs you know from going from four to six so that also keeps people in now that's a good incentive mm-hmm. besides the money you know one yeah. through six you have them you have that chance only the bottom four now would we exclude the so mm. if you lost in the if the in the wild card round if you lost are you excluded i would think you, i would imagine it probably well, would auto exclude you from the sacco like you couldn't get in the playoffs and then lose your way down to the sacco or maybe we like, I don't know, I'm not, well, because there's only see, two rounds of, there would be, or well, would we bi week out the Sacco? Hmm, we could do like a round robin situation where they just fight each other. Ooh, yeah, and whoever yeah. loses three yeah. times. Yeah, whoever loses three times the first. Now that's uh, smart. I yeah. like that. That's good. Because if you lose like, three times in a row at the end of the year, you fucking deserve to be the Sacco. You deserve yeah. that Eli Manning trophy or that horse's ass trophy, yeah. whatever it is. You deserve that. If you lose three yeah. times in a row at the end of the year. I like, yeah. You know, I like that. That's a good one. Yeah, I'm going to. Nom- on nom- that round robin. Nominate that. I like that. I might I might have to I don't know how much of a, a little, it is a little more the back end. A little more man scheduling. Yeah. But um I'll have to figure it out. Uh, that's something I'll dig into. Um but kind of spinning into that, um, something I've wanted for a while, but it's this is this is more of a a much, much bigger change. It would dra- actually it would drastically change the league overall. Expanding to twelve teams. Yep. Um, this is something I wanted for a while, and because I feel like this is the prime competition level, it is the teams aren't as stacked. You have you have to you have to think much much deeper about your later draft picks, your bench management, your season long management, mm-hmm. um, and it would make the it would make the playoff system much more natural because if if you have twelve, the top six. Yeah. Boom, and then you have your bottom six, and you don't have to do like a round robin thing. It's a natural consolation yeah. bracket to loser, so it sort of would alleviate that round robin management. But the main problem I see with this is we're a we're well. There's there's a couple things like so we're diving into the keeper. Yeah. So yeah. So we're doing the keeper thing. We're so plunging it, over the edge of the universe right we, now. Yeah. If we do the keeper thing this year and we add in two more people, that co- creates a weird situation where we have players that we're going to be keeping from last year. Yep. And the newbies are not going to really have anything. Um. So we would if my the easiest thing for me 
if we add in, say, the two extra people, we would have to delay the keepers for one more year because exactly. that would be the most ideal thing because, like, we were talking about, you know, if we had the – we still somehow managed to keep the uh, keepers in, how would we give the newbies, you know, to balance it out and have them – should they get two first-round picks? And how would that even work? Yeah, line? it's – it's a little bit that's that's a situation where it have to be completely offline which is obviously always my goal when we draft i mean something i nominated was just they just get the first two picks yeah but the thing that like is coming up it's already august and we're three weeks out from our draft how the f are we gonna find two people two actually completely committed people Mm -hmm. because i've we've had this group for the last four years now which is yeah. a pretty strong commitment like so i need people just as committed who are willing to show up physically you know because i got like my comparison level is i have guys who don't live in this state who fly in for this draft that's my yeah. level of commitment that i'm yeah. i expect from people in my league yeah. so it's sort of like yeah I, I know i got one last uh that the that's looking he, he wanted to come in actually last year to help us out for a 12 man but you know he was on the cruise yeah um, but he's definitely, I don't think he's going to be doing any cruising in the next couple of weeks. So Cause like I've been in the, the, the opposite situation. I joined a keeper league and I inherited a team and it yeah. sucks. Like I had to scrap the entire year and I ended up, um, there was a point where I, I was actually in third place and then I ended up losing a bunch of games towards yeah. the end of the year because I just didn't have the talent That's- depth and ended up, ended up being third to last. So now I have another, so I had. I had the fifth draft pick last year and I have the third draft pick this year. So it's sort of like, it's a complete overhaul. I fucking, I just inherited the Miami dolphins and having rebuild the entire franchise. It's going to take me forever. Another probably (laughs) this year and probably next year before I'm a serious contender. Cause there's fucking guys who are stacked forward and backwards and you're like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, and I would hate, and that's the other problem is I don't want to expand to 12. We move the keeper and then someone has to inherit a shit team because they ditched me after a year. Like, I, I can't deal with that. Yeah. And I don't want to have to then shaft another person with, oh, you have to pick between... I mean, who who the hell knows who's going to be in the league yeah. two years from now. But it's like, you have to pick from a bunch of bullshit. And it's, it's like, fuck. Yeah, so I think the easiest thing, if, if we do get to, we would have to delay the keeper for one more year. Yeah. Um, I know already. I already know I have at least one person that's pretty committed. I don't know if what other. But it's uh, would a would got. it blow your mind if I told you we actually have a waiting list to get into this league? I've heard rumors of this waiting list that's like a almost as big as our league. Yeah, exactly. We have a waiting list that we need. That I think we have. I think I've between there's other people who have told me, oh hey, I got this guy who wants to join. I'm like, all right, cool, he's on the list. And then there's about uh at least 10 people I know who yeah. ask me all the time. Cause like, you know, the people, yeah. people go, you know, I know we're like co commissioner, but it's like the office. It's like, yeah, I think I'm Michael we, Scott and you're Dwight Schrute. It's like, yeah, I think yeah. <laughs> I'm the actual commissioner. So it's like the people, they assume that I'm have control of this. And I'm like to the commission. Exactly. Assistant yeah, to the commission. I think we should, uh, get some uh, resumes in, you know, <laughs> I like that resume. You know, we need to have experience in, uh, experience weeks. commitment. I need, you know, you will be fun. Sort of like, not only like resumes, because I don't want to just see like, oh, I've won X trophies and I've scored this and I've drafted these people. Because I'm like, that's there's also a lot of randomness. Yeah. How many uh, puppies have you saved? Yeah, like, like or like, do you volunteer? Um, write a guitar solo for our league. I don't know, like something out oh, there that shows you, like, yeah, I want to be in this fucking league. Because why can't I say when I have three guys who fly in yeah. every year, you got to show me some pretty hardcore commitment. Mm. Um, last. 
sort of minor. Um, maybe changing the league name. Um, uh, yeah, the it, boys and striped vaginas. Yeah, it's, it's hilarious. It's, I still chuckle it is very hilarious. every time I see it. Um, I do know what we're gonna. We might have some female candidates that are gonna be coming in, and you know, it might not be appropriate for them. So. It's not only just not necessarily appropriate for them, but like if we get these newer trophies, the league name is going to be on them. Oh man! And these are things that are prominently displayed in your house. No. Do shame. you want someone comes over who is not as you know cool or whatever? way more sensitive about it, throwing a fucking bitch fit because it says the boys in striped vaginas. Well, even though it's a funny joke. Well, in that kind of case, it's my goddamn house. I can have whatever the hell I can have whatever the hell posted point. in my house. Um, um, I don't know. It was, just something, any, it was yeah. just something I wanted to throw out there is, you know, we do, like I said, we do have some female candidates. That's definitely, if that becomes mm. a thing, I don't think. Although, if they are kind of cool with that name, though, that's very I, good. That's a very know, good point. We do have some. Maybe cool that is the chicks. type of female we need in our league is someone who is cool with a name like that. Maybe instead of just the boys, we've just the peeps or some some non or the striped vaginas. Yeah, <laughs> just, <laughs> just the striped vaginas. Just the striped vaginas. I'm I, I, honestly, I'm surprised ESPN's let it ride this long. Mm. There's probably just too many leagues for them to manage, so they just can't. Yeah, we're just, we're just buried care. in the depths. Yeah, they don't even care. You know, as long as it's not like the N word or something, they probably don't give a shit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, and then too many kids don't even care. Anymore. Exactly. Yeah. No one will like fucking get shit. So let's, um, let's take a little break and then we got one more little league thing to talk about and then let's get into some news. Sounds that sound? No, oh, sounds good to me. All right. We'll be right back guys. All right. We are back. Yeah. We got some new drinks. Um, what? I do at least Adam doesn't, um, uh. I wasn't very smart. Schaffenhofer pomegranate thing. This is bullshit. I don't know why this is in my Some German beer. It's a beer spelled B-I-E-R. It has like three drops of alcohol in it. (laughs) Yeah, 2.5%. Stupid. I feel like this is just going to fill me with liquid, make me pee, and then I'm not even going to be tipsy. I'm mad. I just have like a standard blue moon. Old, reliable. Can't go wrong with that. All right. So we got one little league news thing that we want to just kind of discuss. And then we're going to hop into some, you know, an actual NFL news. So the last thing we wanted to talk about was the draft order. What format? How are we doing this? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, Adam, can you kind of give me like a rundown of like what some of our options are here? All right. So we have like uh, three options. Um, I'll go with the least popular one. Um, since we're going to be doing keepers this year, probably the least popular would probably be uh just a random order with keepers um that seems a little bit crazy to me um i'm a person who likes a lot of structure um so gonna roll right into what we usually do is a snake draft which is basically it'll go one through ten and then ten through one for each round and then it'll flip-flop between the rounds right um we were discussing with the league earlier this year that um we would do worst record first and then work your way up to the best record and then flip-flop that uh, per round. So, um, you know, 10 would go first and then one would go last. And then the turnaround would be one would have two picks in a row going from 10 to one again. Right. Um, So the thing that, like, was coming up when we were in the group chat was 
Andy's argument was if we did linear, it's fair to you, Adam, specific. So the reason why I brought this conversation up was because this decision affects you and I the most. If we're sticking with reverse order of the standings, which I think is what we should do, like that's what the NFL does, so that makes the most logical sense mm. instead of just fucking random. I'm spamming the button on ESPN, random, random. Yeah. Like I literally just hit it ten times, one time for each of us. Just boop, 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 boop. I film it just so you all can't think I'm cheating, and that's it. Like, <laughs> so I don't want to fuck you know, because I don't want to be like, oh, he got the number one pick. Like, no, I want to be. I'm an yeah. honest person. I'm a, I'm a faithful commissioner, so I want to be faithful to you guys. So like, the ra- I think you're right. The random needs to fuck that. Like, if we're doing keepers. Get that shit out of here. Like, yeah. I, I think it's fine if we weren't doing keepers because it just adds that. It's why we have five different champions. Yeah. And five different, like, ultimate losers is because it's just fucking random. So, but if we're moving to keeper, I think reverse order than standings makes logical sense. That's what the NFL does. Like, yeah. you win the Super Bowl, you got the 30-second pick. Boom. So, in that case, if we're doing reverse order, are we going to keep the snake or are we just going to do linear? Which now, is- that's where the debate comes in because that's where it affects you and I the most. So... Mm. I finished first, you finished last. Yep. So in the picks, that means you get the first pick, I get the last pick. And I've been doing, hold on, is this hair here tickling me? <laughs> Audio problems. All right. So Andy's argument was because you finished last, it helps you the most because... It does. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it does. It, it does give you an advantage. And so I've been doing like mock drafts where like, kind of guessing everyone's keepers. That's why we, I played the game keep away last week. And mm-hmm. I, I'm like, all right, very interesting. I guess everyone's keepers. And then I pop in, I pop in mine and I just run a draft. And I'm like, all right, how does my team look? How does it feel? I, to be honest, I'm not happy with my teams. I feel like I get screwed over by being last in a linear draft. Okay. Because it goes one through 10. Now, granted in the first round, it's not super bad because most people are, I, I have about f- five to six of us keeping their first round pick. So, okay. One, yeah. two, three, f- I'm getting the fourth pick in the first round, assuming I'm keeping someone later. Cause right now I'm not keeping Melvin Gordon until he figured out his goddamn contract situation. I'm not yeah. keeping my first round pick. So I get a first rounder. So it's not, it's not too bad. Usually I can get someone good, like Joe Mixon, Julio Jones, Dalvin cook, something, something I can work with. But yeah. the problem is, is then that ne- it's that second round where it really starts hitting. It's because okay, okay, boom, a whole rung of players go out, and I'm pick. I get to pick last every single time. So it's like I have to make that's true. These re- I have to make these reaches, these huge decisions. Where if it was snake, you know, boom, ten, I get that first. You know, yeah. So like, okay, so this, the situation that for you you're in a great position if you're getting the first pick regardless of whether we do linear or snake and both both of the two players you're probably gonna pick are a second rounder you have you you basically basically it is you're keeping you're keeping one and then drafting the other because it's yeah i am unaffected um because who are your players um so my second round my original second round pick was uh running back from chicago uh the original the running back before uh, Tariq Cohen took over. Jordan Howard? Jordan Howard. Was it your second round? He was my second round pick last year. And then... Um, oh, now, now I got to confirm You this. had to go ahead and be like, yo, uh, yo you want something better? I was like, okay. And so I got uh, you know, DeAndre supposed, Hopkins he was straight up. 
He was and supposed to be the new. He was, yeah, he was supposed to be the new hot running back. Yep. So uh, I was like, yeah, I'll take that. I had him last year. He was great. He was already gone. So, um, uh, so now I ruxed myself. He ruxed himself. So he uh, too much tinkering. So I ended up with uh, DeAndre Hopkins, which um, was my second round pick. Yeah. So I, I would have Alvin him. Gordon, yep. DeAndre Hopkins. If I just stuck with it, it, it if I had either had Julio or I had <laughs> D Hop. I would have been fine either way throughout yeah. the year because I didn't want to, I should just yeah. not, I tinker too much. I fucking tinker yeah. Too so, much. uh, I have him as my second round pick technically now. And my first round pick last year was Alvin Kamara. So right. I'm in I pulled up great the email. standings at this moment. So um, if I, my strategy either way is going to keep Nuck and have my choice of either Alvin Kamara or oh, yeah, whoever. Cause Alvin was your first. You yes. took Alvin before me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so logically a, you're going to keep Nuck. Yeah. And then draft Alvin one, uh, yeah, or wh- whatever yeah. other he, yeah. high level players. Yeah, left Kamara over. is my backup yeah. plan. So, are you going to keep your team name, Kamara Sutra? You um, that if up? I keep Kamara, I will keep Kamara Sutra. Um, oh, I like that. I have no idea. Um, if I don't, I might do it something with uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Be like, uh, I don't know, Duke Nukem or something. Duke, <laughs> Duke draft Nukem. Duke Johnson. Duke Duke Nukem. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Boom. There's your name. <laughs> there you got, go. There you go. All right. So. Maybe what we need to do is next week or so we can maybe do like a mock draft and kind of debate how these teams play out at the end. I don't know. I just feel like just because I'm the champ doesn't mean I should have to pick last every time. But at the same time, maybe I can pull up an old draft here. (laughs) Just because you're the champ. What have you done this year? Exactly. Like it's a totally different year. Like it doesn't necessarily have to be the same shit. All right. Um, hold on. Study. Fucking apps. All right. Um, here we go. Oh, I didn't finish that one. That's not helpful. <laughs> there we go. All right. Nope. See, I kept Julio Jones in that one. That's stupid. Because my my big debate is between. Here we go. Travis Kelsey and Nick Chubb. Because I'm not taking. I'm not keeping Melvin Gordon until this contract situation. I mean, you have three out. weeks. Hopefully, the yeah. situation will. All right, so so oh, God damn, I picked the wrong one again. This is this is great fucking audio for a show. All right, um, all right, here we go. So I kept Travis Kelsey for a fifth, and here here's so I had four picks before my first not able to draft round. So I ended up just this is just how it randomly ended up, is I ended up with Michael Thomas and Brandon Cooks as my wide receivers, and Aaron Jones and mm. Devonta Freeman as my running backs. It's not bad, not terrible, but I feel like. There's just I could get slight. Uh, that's the th- that's that's the thing about fantasy football is like you oh. don't really know who's gonna blow up this year. Yeah, and right now with all the contract situations with you know like Zeke, yeah, and Gurley, uh, not Gurley, uh, Melvin Gordon, um, running backs kind of looking a little weaker on yeah, this it's year. Yeah, real weak um, this year. So if like you know, worst case scenario if they hold out for the whole if they hold out for the year they tr- like Le'Veon Bell uh, last year. Um, you're going to be missing two prime running backs yeah. in our little class we got here. And, um, no, if you don't have a prime running back, it's... So here's my here's my full, like, roster I ended up just pulling out of my ass. So starting QB, Carson Wentz. Starting running backs, Aaron Jones, Devonta Freeman. Starting wide receivers, Michael Thomas, Brandon Cooks. Travis Kelsey at my tight end. Uh, looks like my starting flex is Tevin Coleman. Mm. I got Kaimi Fairbairn as my kicker and the Eagles as my defense, but those are literally my last two picks, so I don't give two flying shits. So then my actual bench, like picking people up, Tyler Boyd, Austin Eckler, 
AP, Curtis Samuel, Peyton Barber, Deshaun Jackson. So like mm. it, it, what I've noticed is I have to reach more. If like I yeah. like somebody, I have to reach for them because they yeah, they're, will they're not, not be available. There's no me. way. Cause like if I had to back to back, I'd be like, yeah. all right, I'm going to get this guy. I'm going to get that guy. And now it's like, I have to reach almost every, every yeah. single round because otherwise I'm not going to get the people I want. So I don't know. It's an interesting debate. Something we definitely can keep going at as we get closer to the drafts. You know, we got a couple yeah. weeks to figure that shit out. So let's dig into the fun, the news. So we kind of mentioned right off the top, we were talking about Zeke and Gordon. This is the two big things this year. It's the fucking Le'Veon Bell shit all over again. And we saw what happened last year with that. He fucking like, oh, he's going to come back. He's going to come back. And all the way up through week 13, he didn't fucking come back. And guess who was popping all year? James Conner. So so as currently as the Gordon owner, I'm straight up. I'm off of it. I'm done. I'm not keeping him. Gone. And the last thing I saw was... The Chargers offered him a like ten to eleven million dollar year four year contract, which is not bad. It, it it ultimately would have made him the fourth highest paid running back, which I I think he's about the fourth best running back in the league. So it yeah he's a great running back. He's a stud, and they and him and his agent said nene. They went get that shit out of my face, which is the wrong thing to do which for is, the Chargers organization, which is historically one of the stingier, yes. you know, stamp their foot in the ground. This is what you're going to get. If not, then, you know, too bad. Um, and then apparently a good situation, the, his Gordon's agent requested a trade, which I guess per the GM, he wasn't supposed to do. I don't know. So Gordon is in a much different spot than Zeke and Gordon has finished his four years and is more or less an unrestricted free agent. Ooh. So he can, after this year, he can go wherever the fuck he wants or he can be traded. So those are really his options. I, I don't see a trade being done. Where the hell would he even go? Who has money to pay him? Anybody? That's true. I mean, I heard like the Bucks, but I don't think they have any money. Um, That and, uh, you know, the uh, I'm a Bucks fan. And from Bruce, what Bruce Arians have been saying to everybody, everybody that he doesn't need a high dollar running back to for his offense to be effective. So I don't think Tampa Bay would be looking for like a twelve to fifteen million dollar a year yeah. running back if that's what he's been looking. And the thing for. with Gordon is if he if he holds out, he's not going to be fined. Unlike Zeke, so let's get into Zeke. So Zeke, he he claimed he's holding out yeah. and he hasn't showed up to training camp. Yeah. And quote the news I heard today was this could last months. Yeah, I don't know where that I, I'm on the I'm on the camp where he he's definitely gonna show up sometime after August sixth because that's when he starts getting fined forty k a day, right? Which would include uh, which would be like up to one one and a half million dollars, which isn't pocket change. Nope. But um, <clears throat> no Zeke is all. I think uh, his total earnings was about like twenty twenty and some change total earnings so far but you know that he's not just putting all that in his bank account he probably has like some investments so you know that's got that's a lot that's a lot of change for him Uh, and this is also unlike the Le'Veon Bell where he already accrued his four years Zeke has only been actually only played three yep so um and he has two more years on his contract so he can't possibly he's got one He's got one more year to accrue that fourth, and then he's got the fifth year option, yeah, which the team can then pull. And so I get, I get the point. Like these guys want to get paid because there's a high injury risk in this game. But at the same time, it's like Zeke's in Zeke's in 
complete wrong here in my situation. This is not the same as Gordon or Bell. You know, Bell's situation, I honestly I was fully on board with Bell. Like they had they were about the franchise's tag dude for the second fucking time. Yeah. And he was basically the best running back in the league. Fuck that. Like I'm holding out. Like I don't want to get hurt. It's true. I'm 30 years old right now. I don't want to get I don't want to fucking deal with that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a collect Kind of like an ironic situation where the reason why they're holding out is the reason why the owners won't pay them. Exactly. So, you know, it's it's a terrible situation overall. You know, running back is like the least paid out uh, position in the league since it's, you know, the shortest historically. Well, yeah, shortest lifespan out of it. Yeah, that's why all these teams are going into like RBBCs, at least having two backs that they're running because these guys, they're fucking taking smack. They're just taking hits constantly. So, yeah, so definitely something to monitor between Zeke and Gordon, see what's going on, how they're acting, what news you hear, because that's going to affect, you know, if you're in other leagues, guys, like, definitely pay attention to it. Honestly, right now, they're totally, don't draft, they're, they're no, don't draft them. Like, this is a Le'Veon Bell situation all over again. I'm off. Like, I'm not doing it. Just pick someone else. Yeah, I'm going to hold out hope for Zeke, at least, since, you know, his situation's a little bit different. So, August right. 6th. I'd say maybe max one week after that, and he'll probably come crawling back. I don't, I don't see him not coming back. It just doesn't make sense because he has to accrue that fourth year to even become a, an unrestricted free agent. So it's like he's only fucking himself if he holds out all year because then he still has to wait another year to accrue that fourth year before he can get out of his contract. So it's like, yeah, he's not helping him. I think he'll be back. I think like I I mentioned last week, I think he's trying to make a statement just saying now, Hey, BT dubs, you got to pay me. Um, I mean, Jerry Jones came out and said that, you know, they want him there, but it's like any other organization. Like they can't dump all of their money into one position and then not be able to fill out the rest. You know, there's, you got 22 men, you got to start and you got to have all the backups all that shit, you know, you got 53 man rosters. They got to fell out at a certain budget. So yeah. I get it. But at the same time, you know, when you make billions of dollars, come on, fucking pay the dude. Stop. Stop being dicks about it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Th- that was that story where they were doing the, uh, the uh, ESPN did the uh, highest, you know, grossing or most valuable teams in the world. And guess who was most valuable at $5 billion? The Cowboys. That is correct. Exactly. Yeah. So Yeah. Speaking of getting paid, Michael Thomas got paid $100 million. Woo! God damn. Largest wide receiver contract ever. That's oh. insane. But yeah. that dude's fucking good. Straight up. Gnarly. Been great. All three years. I mean, um, as long as, uh, you know, Breeze is still alive. Exactly. That was the thing. I think Breeze has got this year... I don't know. I don't know. Think, think Maybe like next two, year. Two, two years. Two years this two year years next year. That's it. Like the Saints are going all out. Like they're trying to win that Super Bowl. I mean, well, they literally got robbed yeah. of an NFC title last year. So, and I, I would imagine if the Saints played the Patriots, we would have a totally different outcome. Because I picked the Saints to win the Super Bowl last year. Yeah. And literally, they were right there. They were a pass interference away. So just a little interesting note. This was the first hundred million dollar contract that was not a QB. I'm not sure what that means for like the wide receiver market. Like um, the other one is apparently the Falcons are willing to make Julio Jones the highest paid wide receiver, which yeah. means that's over a hundred million dollars into a, I think he's like 29 now, dude. Yeah. That's, that's pretty, that's pretty high for uh and he's got all those foot problems. Yeah, Michael Thomas, zero injury problems. 
This is only his third year in the league. That may, Julio Jones is 30. He's the same age as us. So you want to pay a 30-year-old $100 plus million. I don't know about that. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's I, no I know Julio Jones. I know Julio Jones is better than Michael Thomas. I'll make that argument all day and night. But at thirty versus, hold on, give me a sec to look at like Thomas. Twenty-five ish. He's got to be twenty-five. That sounds accurate. Twenty-six. All so right, a four-year yeah. age difference, and they locked him up for four years, up to his up to being thirty years old. That that is a smart business move by the Saints. Yeah. The Falcons spending $100 plus million on Julio Jones is not a smart business move. They have much bigger problems than their wide receiver. Oh, that defense needs a whole lot of money dumped into it. All right. Let's get let's keep moving through this news here. So an interesting one that kind of popped up was Golden Tate got a PED suspension. Four games. Yeah. Was this the uh, one where he was describing uh, with his uh, the fertility thing with his wife? Yeah. Yeah. Where he, he was so trying, apparently, he was trying to get pregnant. Yeah. It took some fertility things and then didn't know there was stuff that was on the ban list. But apparently, is the moment he found out, he stopped using it before he was even doing training. So yeah. as far as I could argue, this there's no all, actual was, performance yeah. enhancing. And then this he immediately reported it to the league as saying, hey, shit, this happened. I just wanted to let you know. And they're like, Fuck you! Yeah. This is Roger. This is the Roger Goodell shit we were talking about. This dude yeah. is so inconsistent I, yeah. with suspensions and rules. It doesn't make any sense. Like, I feel like they're probably going to reduce it to like two. But at the same time, it's like, what did yeah. he really? I don't think he. You. This wasn't in any enhancing sort of thing. Performance yeah. enhancing. Like he just. I mean, he was took he was, a drug. Yeah. Whatever. He was pretty. He was very open. He yeah. talked to the league, and it, I guess from his perspective, it would you know they would understand, but I yeah. guess not. I guess not. I don't know. That was yeah. It's, it's really weird. So we'll situation. see. We'll see what that follows. I mean, well, let me just tie it in real quick. So Sterling Shepard broke his thumb. So like, who the fuck is is a top pass catcher in New York for the Giants? Saquon Barkley now? Uh, yeah. So he's been. Gotta be he's, right. He's the end all be all. He's just. I mean, if I if I was, he would probably be might be the number one overall pick right he's now. He's got to be considering now. Like, who else are you gonna throw to? Evan Ingram, the tight end. I mean, yeah. He'll. I mean, he'll get. But his More targets, but his he's not going to be Evan Ingram. Now his ADP is going to start. He's going to be up there with like Ertz and George Kittle and shit. And like the third round, people are going the fourth round. People that's to me. Now you're overpaying yeah, for a tight end who. Yeah, that's, a, that's once a these players come me, yeah. back, he's he's just going to drop again. So, anyways, um, just another like quick little things here. Um, I guess Russell Wilson hasn't showed up to practice. Is this is this a concern? Is this like the August sixth thing? He just hasn't um, showed up quarter, yet. For a quarterback, that's no concern at all. I'm yeah, not, I'm not even gonna blink at that one. I mean, they also made him what the highest paid QB last season or some shit yeah, like he, that. Yeah, he's, or he got a great contract. So I doubt. Yeah. I think it's just a he's just not showed up yet. No big yeah, deal. It's just a speaking of showing up, AB fucking showed up in a hot air balloon. Oh yeah, somehow somehow managing to injure himself. Uh, that's that's <laughs> that is my theory. He somehow managed to land wrong and it landed exactly. on his foot. And now he has like a gift yeah. ankle some somehow. Yeah. And on top of it, he's now on his second lawsuit. This time with a trainer who he didn't pay out for some reason. This dude I I kind of almost don't blame the Steelers for ditching him. Yeah, like he's it's, like it's, he's yeah. bringing more problem. I mean, god, he's so fucking good though. But he was only so good because of the Steelers organization, like having Big Ben. Like I said last last week, um, yeah. Um, Derek Carr is a Derek- step down from Big Ben, even though Big Ben's like older. But like 
the Steelers have a, a much better offensive line, a much better system. Like you're talking like this is a John Gruden system. This is John Gruden. He likes to run the ball. Yeah. This um, is AB's first year. Like there's historical data that shows that players switching to new teams don't perform as well that first year. It takes them that second year to fully like hit their stride. So like, I mean, I'm Jordy, not, yeah, I'm, yeah. That first year, uh, Jordy Nelson just retired. Yeah. He couldn't, he was like, nah, I'm, I'm done with the league. So, and exactly. I don't really have, you know, being a Bucks fan, I don't really have faith in John Gruden's system in terms of, uh, offense. Right. Um, he usually likes to grab players that are slightly over the hill. Not saying that AB is slightly over the hill, but that's what he likes to do. He likes to grab players that are slightly over the hill right. and make them produce for him. Um, I don't know. This is, this is a really weird. Yeah. I don't know what to make of it. I, w- I would definitely monitor the foot thing. See how that goes. Um, all right. And then we got last little piece of bigger news, you know, bigger players. So apparently Carolina is going to limit Christian McCaffrey's plays, but not the number of touches that he has. Yeah. Shouldn't it be like the other way around? I don't understand how, what that means. Right. In terms so of- something I wanted to like, kind of like point out with this was the number of the, the amount of snaps that he played for his team. He played on 91.8% of snaps last year. Yeah, so this is this, so the this team is Carolina, the Carolina Panthers of all the entire offensive snaps. Christian McCaffrey was on the field 91.8% of the time. That's a fucking lot. So they're going to take that like what was it? 9.2%. But they're like, "All right, so he's not going to he's not going to play as much, but every time he's on the field, he, that means he's going to touch it every time. That's what that's what that's, uh, I don't know. And confused. I don't really I don't think they have like real backup running backs. So what does that mean in terms of their offensive scheme and like we saw like we said 91 point snaps we saw what cmc did last year and yeah. norv turner is he's got like 20 fucking years of he just runs a workhorse running back so what does that mean yeah. like you're rolling are you gonna do more like gadget plays with the wide receivers i mean greg olsen is back but he's a fucking bag of bones at this point so what does that mean yeah um, i just wanted to give some like comparisons on this 91 8 point eight percent of snaps. So Saquon Barkley played on eighty three percent of the New York Giants snaps. Holy moly. And Zeke played on eighty two point three percent of the Cowboys snaps. So that's like are they gonna drop it down to like those kind of players? Because then that makes sense. Like these yeah. you know Saquon and Zeke up until Zeke's thing were one two flipping whatever order you want to me. And so are they gonna bring it down to that sort of utilization? But who do, I don't think they have anyone to replace that seventeen percent of snaps for the running back position. Yeah, if you're talking Saquon. Yeah, that's true. Like, and then and then Cam has been talking about like you know this is going to be like another rookie year for him that he's going to be retraining his his play style of being more of a game manager than trying to bulldoze everyone like he's been known to do. So I'm not really sure where um th- that percentage is going to go. Yeah, I don't know. That's just 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 something to monitor. I mean, we'll get into it later when we get to our top ten. But CMC is my number one overall player. So. That's interesting that they're talking about bringing a snap percentage down. All right, let's crank through some some quick injury notes, and then we'll take another break here. So Mike Evans apparently went down with some cramps. You scared the week. hell out of me last right, like, yeah, a couple, you know, weeks, couple days ago. Yeah, I was like, oh, he got carted off the field, and I was like, oh, my God. And found out it was just cramps. Yeah, so um, as far as we can tell, we haven't heard it. We, haven't, we couldn't find any other news. So I'm, I'm taking this as a non-issue. I mean, cramps is just a thing that happened to me. It's fucking Florida. In July, it happens. Um, so Miles Sanders, the rookie running back for Philadelphia, 
apparently hurt his foot, but it's quote, not serious. What the fuck does that mean? Mm. And then, so it's between, so Philadelphia drafted Miles Sanders fairly high. And then they brought in Jordan Howard, who was the, <laughs> the hey. Joe we were talking about earlier. So does it, so if Miles, back one, right? Yeah. My RB one. No, it's still Gordon. I was hoping I was hoping Howard would be an RB one, so I'd have two RB one and just dominate. But I take her too much. Anyways, so they're saying it's not serious. I don't know. I've heard I've seen some reports that he's already back practicing. He's gonna be fine. I mean, I guess again, just something to monitor because if he's gone, Philadelphia is very run intensive, so that would make Jordan Howard more valuable. Granted, yeah, I don't know how good Miles Sanders is compared to Jordan Howard. I mean, he's a rookie, so we yeah. literally don't know until he starts exactly. playing. And the only thing sort of on the Philadelphia side was apparently their center, Jason Kelsey, is also injured and hasn't been played. That actually is more concerning to me than yeah. his Miles Sanders' actual injury. Like, the center is key in a run offense, so definitely yeah, something you, to... You need to protect that back of exactly. Carson Wentz. Exactly. Because, you know... If he go, if he they just signed him to a large deal this this past summer, if he goes down again, the Philadelphia is in a whole world of hurt. Exactly. Um, AJ Green, torn Oof. ankle ligament, some Oof. shit out six to eight weeks. Ouch. So that puts him somewhere in like week three to four of this season. Are you gonna draft AJ Green now? Um, With all these injuries, he's definitely gonna take a big hit in terms of his ADP because you know just because he'll be back by even like week three or possibly as late as week four you don't know what his physical condition because he's not going to be doing any sort of training training camp done for him no training camp no you know no workouts no preseason for him at all so he's going to take another at least another through i mean it's aj green but still it's going to take him a while to get back to his original form and you know he was out last year too with a lower leg injury as well right so you know this is pretty concerning it almost makes me think that i'm I'm just off aj green i'm done with it i don't want to take that injury risk this reminds me a lot of dog doug baldwin last year yes who was like injured you're like oh i'm gonna buy into the the low the low price of Doug Baldwin and then fucking never yeah. showed up, bro. If anybody, I would probably get uh John Ross mm. or, uh, or Tyler Boyd, you know, yeah. any, anybody, any other receiver, but AJ green right exactly. now. Um, I, you know, injuries can pop up again and exactly. he's not known to be right now. He's has a history problem of, uh, yep. of injuries. So yeah, he was great up until these last two years. And now it's like one after the other. So like, apparently this one is the other foot than the one last year but still like now you got both feet fucked up i don't know i'm just i'm done i'm off of it mm. get that by a bu- yep. hoverboard so derrick henry guess tweaked his ankle or something he's been in, he's in a walking boot for the last week now um, I, honestly i didn't give two shits about derrick henry anyways yeah for this year everyone was crazy about him because he had a great three or four week stretch last year where he just went right at the crazy. end yep Spent and, and everyone freaked out um I don't know. He's no concern to me, really. It seems minor, like they're just being precautionary. Um, maybe this boosts Deion Lewis, but that dude is like free at the end of the draft. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I doubt it's going to be really a thing. Um, Tyreek Hill, quad bruise, but apparently he's fine now. So mm. I'm, I'm, I'm not worried about his injury. I'm worried about the actual real suspension that's coming. Like once they talk to that girlfriend and they get more of this story. I know they quote unquote closed the case, but 
No evidence, bro. Yeah. You know, even though there is quite a large amount of, you know, at least audio evidence. Exactly. That That's what's, I don't know. That's a weird situation. Just something, something to monitor. Aaron Jones, so running back for the Green Bay Packers, quote, quote, starter. Um, mm. Small hamstring problem, quote, unquote, should be fine. Uh, I think outside, I don't know. Hamstrings are scary, bro. Yeah. Especially um, in training camp. Yeah, I think outside of, uh, you know, Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers, that whole offense is going to be pretty, pretty terrible. I don't really? Think, you know, I don't, I don't have any faith in this rookie head coach. Oh, Matt LaFleur? Yeah. So he had one year under Sean McVay at the Rams as the QB coach. I mean, I could have a conversation with Sean McVay right now, and I'll probably be in line for some sort of head coaching. <laughs> exactly, so. exactly. I, I did want to, just something that kind of like I cropped up that most people didn't know is the second half, second, well, the last third of the year going into playoffs, the Rams overall like offensive yards scoring did drop as teams have now started kind of figuring out it makes me wonder i'm just i'm my brain goes is is sean McVay sort of a flash in the pan kind of situation or is he actually good more like kyle shanahan who's you know he flashed and kyle shanahan is is still a good offensive coordinator slash coach um honestly i think aaron jones was in line for a fucking shit ton of work and was going to be pretty strong rb2 could sneak into an yeah. RB1 situation, but with this hamstring thing, no hamstring hamstrings I'm, I'm do done. not heal quickly. There, that's at least if it's a, if it's pretty serious, that's at least four weeks. Yep. Like and then there, and again, now you're missing all the training camp and you're coming back into the season and then it's so easy to re-aggravate a hamstring. I don't know. And it just makes me wonder. I don't know. Outside of Devonta, uh, to be honest, even, maybe even it's just Devonta Adams, yeah, really. Devonta Adams, Devonta Adams and maybe Aaron Rodgers. Like, I don't know. Like Aaron Rodgers, he's, been quite whiny the past like mm-hmm. i'd say two years maybe even three and you know it's it's been showing that they've you know players have been traded away and like they're just taking away all the things that made him great and usually he's a boom or bust kind of quarterback like every single play has to be a boom for him and i don't know if, if you know if things go, don't go his way he starts you know bitching and whining about mm-hmm. oh no this wide receiver hasn't done his route and it's never Aaron's fault. Yeah. It's somebody else's fault. Exactly. And, you know, until we actually see some games with uh, Aaron and Matt LaFleur, um, you know, coaching and playing and stuff, um, it's a very big question mark. Outside of Devontae Adams, I would, in my opinion, I don't I don't really trust that offense. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Sterling Shepard broke his thumb. Going to be out for about four weeks. Should put him should put him at the start of the season. Mm. I wasn't really on Sterling Shepard anyways this year. And then between that and Tate being gone, fuck the uh-huh. Giants offense. Yeah. I'm, I'm over that shit. Yeah, outside of uh, Saquon, there's like nobody. Yeah. Um, we already talked about AB. Jarek McKinnon is now on the active PUP list with some leg thing. I mean, he tore mm. his ACL in training camp last year, and now he's already injured again. What? Uh, Again, I'm now I'm, no. I'm like I'm thinking he's injury prone. Off, I, done. I mean, I mean, I wasn't even thinking about him to begin with this right. year, and you know, this only reiterates that point. Yeah, I was, I was like, oh, he's ba- he he was back. I didn't right. even know he was back, or he's he's gone again. So it's yeah, if he was healthy, yeah. I I he's towards the he's like towards the back of the draft. Like that might have been a good value because you don't know we don't really know who the starting running back is in San Francisco between yeah. Tevin Coleman, Jarek McKinnon, and Matt Burita. I mean, you can go even farther with. Jeff Wilson Jr. Because they ran so Ooh. many. Yeah, exactly. They ran so many running backs because of so many injuries last year. 
But those are the four, at least, that I'm aware of. Uh, so if, Jer- if Jarek's out of the McKinnon, now you're talking about Tevin Coleman, who is also a Kyle Shanahan product Yeah, from the old Devonta Freeman, Tevin Coleman one-two punch back in the day. I mean, he was, yeah, he was, he was fine as the two um, filling that's, in for the, the four, four uh, Freeman. Um, but no. So will Tevin Coleman fill the Atlanta Falcons Tevin Coleman role? Then who's this, is Matt Burita starting running back for the 49ers then? Um, I've been hearing stories of that. Because Burita's at the back of the back of the draft. Again, a super late value. You could potentially get the starting running back for a Kyle Shanahan offense. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, and you don't have to pay the price of Tevin Coleman, who's like a fifth, sixth round running back. Yeah, there was like a minor headline that I saw that they were saying, oh, we're putting Matt Breda everywhere. So, you mm-hmm. know, that's that's something to look at right there as well. Yep. Um, Devin Funches for the Colts, my receiver. Um, some sort of leg thing. They think it's minor. I wasn't looking at him anyways. Um, just something to keep keep a yeah. eye on. Um, Brandon Cooks, quote-unquote, has a tight hamstring. Again, that hamstring shit, man. That's fucking definitely something to watch out for. It could yeah. be more crampy, kind of like Mike Evans. Just keep an eye on it. Um, same sort of logic. If he's got hamstring problems, I would slide up Robert Woods and Cooper Cup as Robert Woods is your one, Cooper Cup is your two. Granted, they're all being drafted within the first five rounds anyways, so there's no value regardless. And then uh, Jack Doyle tied in for the Colts. Minor oblique. What? I don't know. Quote, they said he was going to be back. It should be fine. They're taking it easy. I guess it's more of, does that affect Eric Ebron, his value, things like that? I wasn't drafting either of them anyways, so just something to keep keep eyes on. All right, guys, uh, I think that's all of our injury news. So let's take another quick break, and then we're going to get into a top 10 debate. And uh, just a little little tease here. Mm. They don't line up at all. Maybe it's the very last, but yeah. Yeah. All right, guys, we'll be right back. All right, we are back, and we are primed and ready for a fight, Adam. We're going to do a top 10 NFL players for fantasy football. Fist fight. Fist fighting. Let's get into it. Adam, who's your number one overall? All right. So mine is a little, little bit conditional. Um, it all depends on after August 6th. So August 6th. Actually, let me back up for a little second. So I'm, I'm going to go with Zeke, number one overall. Um, the reason why I say August 6th is because, you know, currently Zeke is holding out mm-hmm. because he wants more money. Exactly. Um but until August 6th happens, none of this even matters because he'll start accruing uh, fines uh, on that date, uh, 40K a day, which is not cheap. Ooh, damn. Um, which would, um, I think at the end of the day, it'll if he does the whole shebang, it'll be $1.5 million, so that's which is one day shy of a month. Because yeah. leaks. So I'm, I'm 95 is the start date. So yeah, I'm, assu- I'm assuming that's basically probably right up to the pre uh right after the preseason ends. Yeah, so he's going to be fine for essentially not showing up to work. Um, if he doesn't, if he decides to do his little pseudo Le'Veon Bell thing, then I'm going to go, you know, with uh, Todd Gurley as my number one overall. Um, okay. They did re- they did draft um Daryl and you know. That's actually going to be a kind of thing to look at. Even though they, um, you know, everyone's concerned about his, the arthritis in his knee, um, you know, drafting a guy to relieve Gurley, I think is going to benefit 
him even more. Um, you know, instead of him being the every down back and essentially running him ragged, right? You know, only having him available like maybe 13 weeks, they'll have him, they'll do like how Toronto did with Kawhi Leonard and you know, manage his load so he'll be fresher exactly. for longer periods of time. So even though he's not going to be like a 35 point or even 30 point player yeah. every single goddamn week and kill everybody. He'll still even even at his worst, he'll probably at least do 20 points, which is more than more than manageable. You know, he'll probably do like he'll and obviously he'll have he'll probably have like one of those monster weeks where he'll do like maybe even 30 or 40 points. Exactly. So, you know, Gurley is going to be my number 1 if Zeke decides to do his little holdout. So, up until this week, Zeke was my number one. Uh, I kind of alluded to it last week. Um, at, well, all this between this and Melvin Gordon, I I'm telling you right now, I tank both of them out of my top ten. I don't want to. I don't even talk about them if they're not fucking playing the game. So, yeah, um, but the thing about Zeke, the reason why, again, if he plays, he's, he's my num- he's my number one. So the reason why is he started catching passes last year. He mm. had uh, I pulled up his stats, seventy seven receptions. Now, we're in a half-point league. That's a fucking ton that, of points. That's a lot of points. 567 yeah. yards and three TDs. I expect that to go up because um, mm. Amari Cooper is inconsistent as all hell. Well, Who well. the fuck is Randall Cobb? Get out of my yeah, face. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Blade Runner. Uh, you do. Jason Witten came out of the, the booth because he's trash at it yeah. and back onto the field. So, come on. Who are the passes going to? They're going to Zeke. That's why Zeke is my number one. He's on a great offense with a great offensive line um i think his name is frederick the guy uh one of their top offensive linemen who had the guillain bar syndrome last year basically he couldn't feel his extremities he's Ooh. back he's healthy he's good to go the offensive line is gonna be fucking killer you're talking about a top five offensive line zeke's my number one again assuming he doesn't hold out up until then he's not in my he's not even in my top 10 right now i don't want to deal with it yeah, so we're just going to wait till after August yeah. 6th to... Gurley. Now, you brought up Gurley. Gurley yeah. is my... Oh, shit. I don't have him in my top 10 either. Yeah, I mean, you don't even have him in your top 10. That is that is a travesty. You know, I might change that because I that is really... Absolute travesty. You know, I'm going to replace... I'm going to replace... I can't even believe why you... Yeah, no, yeah, I'm going to replace Connor. He has a little soreness in his knee. He, he had a really bad last couple of games right. last year. This is wrong. And then this he, is wrong you know, he wasn't very present... But they had to make do with what they were. That was during the that was during the season. What that I'm they gonna had add to this do. on the fly here. All right, hold on. Right, yeah, doing ch- it on the fly. That. But now that, that they drafted uh that the drafting Daryl, you know, he there was a article that came that not an article. He was just quoted, you know, Joe drafting Daryl. That was a big help for me, not only me, but you know the other running backs. You know, and last year he said um, he used to come in with only two active running backs. Who comes in with two? This isn't nineteen. This isn't the nineties or the eighties where you could just you know just have a workhorse go, yeah. you know, thirty, forty runs a goddamn game and just run them down to the ground. No, this is two running backs. Jesus. So all right, even I make Gurley extra seven, running back. seven overall. Is that better? Seven overall. I mean, at least he's in the top ten. Yeah, but, you're right. You know. Once once you once you broke that down, that's logical because it just it just makes sense. All right, my number one overall <laughs> is Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey, I, McCaffrey. <laughs> um, I think he's gonna ball out, even with these quote less snap percentages. Cam Newton's back. 
he's healthy, he's feeling good. If he's more of a quote game manager, that means he's not gonna poach no. CMC's fucking rushing touchdowns down the down this, the, in yeah, the, is, the twenty in the you know the red zone in the ten zone. And this is who, like, what other fucking running backs do they have? Yeah, Seriously, this is, yeah, this is like this is like the magical se- season three, season four kind of breakout kind of year. He's gonna, exactly. he's probably, I, I believe he's gonna have a pretty damn good year. He's my number three, number three. Um, yeah, he's my Solid. number three beside you know, besides that. the other two. Um, I, you know, I passed on him last year, and he, you know, every time I faced, I think I faced him twice last year in our league, and he blew up both times. Yep. And you know that stats I, here. I, I hate, I hated it so much. That, so you know, this little white guy. Where he excels is the passing game. Yeah. So he averaged 20.8 points over the year and ended up position ranked number three, which was when Zeke's finished five overall. Excuse me. So Christian McCaffrey have 219 carries for 1,098 mm-hmm. yards, seven touchdowns. That's a 5.0 average, which Amen. is fan- absolutely fantastic. Now, here's where it's killer. You ready for this shit? Mm. So remember how many receptions Zeke had? 77? CMC had 107 receptions. Jesus fucking Christ. 867 yards, six Jesus passing TZs. That's why he's my number one. This dude is going to fucking ball out. I don't really, I don't feel like we don't really need to talk about this too much because I feel like even if he's your one, two, three, he's going to be a top five yeah. regardless. So nothing, nothing too much to argue about there. Um, my number two overall, Saquon Barkley. Yeah. Yeah, I have uh, Barkley as mine. Let's see, one, two, three, four. He, he, he's my number five right behind Alvin Kamara. That's fine. I can see that because it's a terrible team. It's a terrible offense. I, I don't blame you for pushing him down to five. Yeah, that's my, only, that's my only reason why I have Barkley slightly behind Kamara because, you know, Kamara, uh, Kamara has more around him. Right. He has Drew Brees, obviously, and Michael Thomas as well. You know, he, lo- he loses... Um, Oh man, I don't even remember his backup running mate. But um, you know he 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 lost them. So oh, Mark Ingram, yeah, Mark Ingram, yeah, yeah so Mark Ingram's much, gone. There's, so there's gonna be a little bit more focus with yeah. uh, him on the running back. So he's gonna be a little bit more load share. And this is, I think this is gonna be his magical year three or four as well. So I like, I like Alvin Kamara at number four, okay. a little bit slightly ahead of Barkley because Barkley the team around him is like falling apart, oh, it's like, literally falling apart. Like yeah. they're gonna load up. In my opinion, they're gonna just gonna load up the box around him. Well, they can now. Yeah. And, so he uh, finished number two overall last year, 261 carries, 1,300 yard, 307 yards, 5-0 average, 11 TDs on the ground. So they were getting down, or he was at least making big splash plays, 91 receptions, 721 yards, four TDs. Yeah. So overall, pretty fucking good. You might have a bit of a sophomore slump. Yeah, he might. Uh, you're right. He probably will have a sophomore slump. Uh, I just threw him two because literally there's no one else on the team to take catches points anything so that's why i pushed over the two Kamara's my number three for the exact same arguments you were making yeah. um mark ingram left he went to the baltimore ravens so a <laughs> shit ton of carries and passes and catches that team is just targets run city were vacated um they brought in latavius murray who i don't think is as good as mark ingram I mean, yeah, he's not as good. He's no slouch either. But no, he's not I mean, a slouch. He, he's going to be a good, uh, you know, change. But Mark of pace. Ingram was the running back for the Saints for years, and then Kamara came in, and then it sort of flip flopped. So it's sort of like, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. My only, my only real cons- so Kamara, like the argument you made with with Gurley, is my argument for Kamara. It's he's not going to get a shit ton of like ground like touches on the ground like running. Yeah, he's going to be more efficient, but he's highly going to be highly efficient. They have a great offensive line, although. Their center, Max Unger, did just retire, 
which could be a problem, but they did spend a second round pick to fill that gap. Yeah. So as long as you have Drew Brees, I think you're going to be perfectly all right. Yeah. And, and historically, um, pretty much every year, Sean Payton has been the coach of the Saints. The Saints offense have finished in the top five of rushing attempts. So I'm not worried about Kamara. Kamara at two, three, four makes logical sense to me. All yeah. right. And you, we already talked about all right, who you got next. You got, let's see right after let's see. We, I got Kamara, then Barkley, um, right after Barkley is John, my boy, Deandre Hopkins, yeah. Mr. Nuck himself. You know, they have to break him. Yeah. They have to, they have to cut his goddamn gloves because exactly. his hands are so big. He's a fucking, it, it doesn't, beast. it doesn't, it didn't even matter what quarterback he was before Deshaun Watson took over yeah. for the Houston Texans. He was still, in my opinion, he, my, my opinion, he's the number one wide receiver he overall. Is. He is. Um, he's with, my number one wide receiver. With uh, the, with he's him. your number one wide receiver. Oh yeah. He, he's, yeah. he's my keeper. He's, he's great. Um, with Deshaun Watson, you know he could bomb it. He could, mm-hmm. he could, he could do the feather pass in the short, and um, you know, yeah, he's great. He, he and you could just throw in his general direction, and he'll basically catch. He's like, he's great. He I like windmill so karate chops his arms. No defender can fucking touch him. Yeah, Nuke is gonna dominate. I was an idiot for trading him last year. I've got him at five, um, four five. That's a perfectly logical point to me. Um, I don't know. I don't really feel like we need to talk about nook too much he's gonna be yeah. dominant like he said um watson is gonna be great the other two wide receivers um yeah. kiki kuti and will fuller they seem to be healthy so that's gonna help yeah. take the pressure back off of him yeah. not like he it doesn't matter anyways yeah. he's like he, he's and like, they've he's up, like matri- matri- and they've proof. upgraded their offensive line so they're only gonna it, it's only give watson more time watson was the most sat quarterback last year so that's just gonna give nook even more targets and opportunities to dominate one number one wide receiver of all don't even think about it my number four however which is your number five one two three four your six david johnson um so david David johnson Johnson. is actually you don't need to worry about david johnson himself you need just need to worry about the person who is handling the ball which is the i don't even remember his name who's the rookie that they kyler murray kyler murray so if he is able to actually sling the ball as well as he did in uh, Oklahoma, that's mm-hmm. where he came from. Yeah. Um, then I guess we'll be fine. But again, he is. Sorry, your mic was like popping in and out there. How about now? Yeah, you're good. I'm good now. All right. He is a rookie. Um, yep. And he didn't fare too well in his uh, in his playoff games, but um. If he is able to, uh, in college, by the way, um, if he is able to, you know, able to stretch the field down and take the pressure off of, you know, the front, the uh, offensive line, then they don't have to stack the box all the time. I could see JJ being really good. But right now there's a huge question mark at quarterback. Um, so my, my concerns with Arizona overall so DJ, even with the, what was the worst offense in the league last year? with the oh Cardinals, boy. he still finished as a top 10 running back. So it's not DJ. DJ isn't the problem. Yeah. It's that, to me, it's not, a, I think Kyler's going to be fine. Well, it's, it's yeah. the offensive line, which was absolutely the worst by far. And if they don't improve on that, DJ, you're going to have the same problem. So it's like, the problem with DJ is, all right, you're spending a, arguably probably a top five pick on him, right? Yeah. And he's, Unfortunately, it would make him a bust if he finishes, you know, ten or twelve, still an RB one overall. No, but you're you're spending that for a fifth overall pick. 
you want my motherfucking the fifth overall running back. That's what I expect when I'm hitting that point. I'm looking yeah. for consistency. I'm looking for those big, huge explosions. And he didn't have those that that last year. So yeah, just something to just something to think about when you're thinking about DJ keeping him, whatever. Um, so my number one, two, three, four, five, six. number <laughs> six. So we already talked about Nook. Nook's in my five. DJ's my four. Uh, Devonta Adams, my second wide receiver on the board here oh, at number, I don't even, I don't number six. Ha- I don't even have him in my top what? ten. He's there's, gonna, there's, this motherfucker is so consistent. Come on, dude. I don't know. Like, give until me, give me your I take. Have, I'm going to pull some stats. Well, yeah, you could stat me up all you want, but, you know, I have other players here. But, you know, Devontae Adams, he is the one highlight of the Green Bay Packers, but that's yeah, like, you know, besides exactly. Aaron Rodgers. But, um... You know, I don't know. Why is he how... tagged as questionable? What the fuck is that about? Oh, so there you go. Oh, he's oh. probably he's probably dead. Like the way that um, that uh, Aaron Rodgers spreads the ball around, you know, he'll be he'll get his. But I I don't know about that offense, man. Like I've I've like Aaron Rodgers will get his as well. I just uh, I just have other players that I think that will be larger contributors to their team in terms of points. Okay. That's um, interesting. I mean, him, obviously he'll still be a pretty good player, but I don't know. There's just something that I, it could, it could possibly just be me, but I don't think he'll be the top 10. So you're, you're calling for regression this year. Uh, He's going to have to regress. So let me give you some stats and tell yeah, me, yeah, tell stat, me, stat me I think when, when you see the stats, you, you can argue the regression. So, 111 receptions on 169 targets, 1,386 yards, 13 touchdowns. There's your regression. Touchdowns. Okay. 13. That's an insane fucking number. Like, and touchdowns are, from everything I've seen and been hearing over the years, so yardage and, like, receptions are going to be pretty much about the same. So let's chalk him up for a hundred receptions and 1200 yards. That's pretty good. Right. Okay. But 13 TDs, that's a fucking shit ton of TDs. Yeah, he, I don't, that's going to have to come down yeah. at least, yeah. at least three. You're talking 10. He probably averages about 10 per year since he's been like relevant after Jordy Nelson kind of dwindled there. So, you know, that's, you know, that's a, that's probably a good 50, 60 points less than where he was at. So okay. he finished number three overall last year. I think, I think he's going to be safe. Like you said, he's the highlight of the green Bay offense. Um, they, like you said, they, I mean, it's I, different. You got Matt LaFleur, the new head coach and they do. Yeah. It sounds like they want to run more I mean, and pass more to the running backs. Yeah. So I mean, my, I mean, I only have actually, to be honest, I only have two wide receivers in my, uh, top 10 or oh, actually three, rather my, my mistake. I have Nuck, I have Michael Thomas and I have, uh, you know, Antonio or, Actually, I don't even have Antonio Brown. It looks like you have two. I only have I only have two. So I have I am running back heavy in terms of. That's uh, interesting. So I went more wide receiver heavy because of the running back situation with like Zeke and and Gordon. I like how you also blasted Gordon off of this list too. Uh yeah, that's like when I think yeah, I don't even have I don't have, I don't have him either. Like I'm even though I'm running back heavy, it's quite concerning that he's yeah. not even there because you know um I am very concerned about. The, the stamp that uh, San Diego is going to... Or not even San Diego. They're not even San Diego anymore. They should be back at San Diego. Um, the, the Chargers. I'm just going to call them the Chargers. They can't even, they can't, they can't even fill the, the stadium same. in LA. Yeah. Can't even fill it. Yeah. So, yeah. With the Chargers stamping their foot down, I don't I don't know if, if 
that situation. So I'm just gonna I just blasted him off yeah. my top ten as yeah, well. I don't want to talk about it. Um, all right, yeah. so who you got next? Next you have you have Michael Thomas next as your number uh, seven, yeah. no eight, eight. That's yeah. your eighth. Yeah, he's my he's my number eight. He is probably he's my number eight too. Oh, hey, hey, high five! We finally agreed on one. Woo. Eighth. Yeah, Thomas is gonna be great. He's gonna be great as long as Drew Brees is there. He's gonna be fine. Um, exactly. He, there's not, you know he just signed a big ass contract, so he'll be like, yo, I gotta, I gotta, you know, yep. live up to that contract now, even though he had nothing really to prove before. This is uh, you know. As long as Drew Brees is there, he'll be great. You know, yep. he was, um, I don't, he's probably what the number two wide receiver in terms of like he production as well. finished six overall last year. Okay. Um, 125 receptions on 147 targets, Jesus. 1,405 yards, nine TDs. Jesus. That, those, those, you could probably, tar- those targets by themselves. Control C, control V, those fucking stats. That's what he's going to have this next year. So yeah. you're talking a top 10 wide receiver for sure yeah throw him into your top 10 it's fine like yeah. they're gonna who else do they have to throw the ball to besides Kamara? yeah this it's, it's just gonna be ted ginn and traquan smith come on give me a oh, break man michael thomas is gonna dominate especially when you just paid him a hundred million dollars <laughs> yeah the, the money talks all right yeah. money talks they're gonna they're gonna throw the ball to and the uh one thing i want to point out we're gonna go down the list one more slot um quite interesting that we both had number nine Four more teammates of each other. Um, I have uh, Connor, mm-hmm. and you have Bell. Um, I specifically have Connor there because just the pure volume of how the Steelers is. They're just going to do the same thing that they did last year with Connor. They're just going to run this guy rampant, um, ragged like they did uh, Bell. Um, regardless of what this, you know, his, uh, his, like, his, this is going to be his, like, what, third year now? So they're going to run him as much as they can, and then they're probably just going to, like, poop him out, just like they did with Bell. Um, that's a good point, actually. Because he's got he's on a low, low Yeah, line, yeah he, they, they drafted him super low, and, you know, everyone can't stop talking about his goddamn cancer, so <laughs> every time. But yeah. um, you know he's he he's just he, he's in my top ten just specifically because of the volume opportunities that he's gonna get, um, just like last year, um, you know Bell, he says he's super healthy. He did his two physicals over in New York. Yep. yep. Um, you know, even though his the quarterback situation is kind of questionable, he um, oh man, I don't even remember this quarterback. What's his name again? Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. He actually. Uh, I think he's gonna take a step forward this year. I think they're. I mean, well, I hope he would. Well, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he he did have a good stretch at the end of the end of the year last year where he had you know like I think a three or four game stretch where he was decent. Right. Um. But um, as long as um, you know that offensive. Uh, I don't know about all, that, that offensive line of New York, but if if they're at least halfway decent, I think. Bell will be fine. Um, he'll be a great security blanket for uh, Darnold since, you know, he's a great uh, pass catching back. Um, so the Jets did just add Ryan Khalil, who oh, was yeah. a bomb-ass fucking, um, I want to say he's a right guard. Anyway, he used to play for the for the Panthers. Yeah. And so you're talking about you take protect the fucking Protect that boy. Protect that boy. Protect that precious add, baby. Add that, add that core veteran to that front line. Helps Darnold out. Should help Bell out. Um, so you said you have Bell. You have Bell ten. I have Bell nine. So yeah, yeah, it's, we're not. Yeah. We're not. There's not much of a big difference. Um, I don't. I'm concerned about regression for Bell. Um, but well, I think they're just going to go up from last year. So well, I guess regression <laughs> from the year before. Well, regression from being a Steeler. <laughs> I would don't expect a number one overall. 
but still i would still expect a top 10 or like yeah. a top 12 an rb1 performance from him just don't i don't think you're going to get the same explosiveness that you're used to and that's kind of why i pushed him further down like he's going to get the touches like yeah they only have what elijah mcguire there so who the fuck else is going to touch the ball yeah he's yeah he's going to be he's he's definitely going to be the workhorse over there for sure um so um so speaking of connor i just want to kind of debate this a little i think he's gonna regress i think they're gonna run they're gonna run jalen samuels more i kind of split it up because towards the end of the year he was getting dinged up his production started dropping i don't know maybe maybe it was just a like a physical like training he wasn't used to having to run a full season like you know yeah. bell used to be so and he has a different run style than bell does bell's much more yeah, he'll hang more, back he, find the gap yeah, punch it yeah, connor's more, more of a just he's punch the gap finesse. immediately but connor did finish six overall last year 215 carries 973 yards 12 tds 55 receptions 497 yards and one td yeah, I think they're just. Gonna, I think they're just gonna run him just to just to prove a point again. Like yeah. you know, we're just you know we can survive without you, Bell, and we're gonna be better than you, Bell. Yeah, um, that's I think that that logic. Once you mentioned the contract thing, that adds up to me because they're gonna run the dude ragged, and once he's done, chuck him because he's super cheap to them. You know, it doesn't cost them. I think Bell's second franchise tag would have cost them like 15 million dollars yeah, or something like that this, this guy's earning thousands yeah. instead of millions so yeah exactly so I, i'm not i'm not opposed to connor i'm just i'm just personally not super high on him. so my number 10 is tyreek hill once he cleared his suspension i think he's gonna be him and patrick mahomes are just gonna ball out again this year how do you how do you stop that guy um you pray he doesn't catch the ball. You pray his he, foot or whatever it was last year yeah, you pray gets worse, he, even though he could still run. Weirdly, he couldn't walk, but he could run. <laughs> I don't know how that injury yeah. works you, you out. Just pray but, he doesn't verbally abuse you and you <laughs> yeah, know. or throw your kid in a, a bus or something. I don't know. Here, let me pull up some stats for him. I mean, he'll kind of yeah. point out. So my thing with Tyreek Hill is he's wildly inconsistent. So he's he, gonna ball well, out. So he I finished mean, number one overall, right? But the consistency. I mean, he's was either not mid. He's, there. It's not like boom or bust. It's like middling or bust. Like it's just, it's a weird or not middling bust. It's either middling or boom. Um, I don't I've know, man. Never, he's got several games of ten or less. One, two, three, four, mm. five, six, six games out of sixteen. We're ten points or less. I mean, you got eleven, seven. But you're talking like, all right, week one, 38, 17, 6, 10, 10, 35, 17, 8, 10, 29, 38, 5, 18, 6, 11. Oh, my. Does that sound like a player you want? Actually, you know, I, don't mind. I might fucking. I mean, I don't even have him in my top 10, so you're not, you're just making a I might argument just, against yourself right now. You know what? I'm taking Hill out and putting Connor in. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> it's too inconsistent for a top 10 player. You're right. Once I, once I saw it, that doesn't make any sense. Just because he finished number one overall as the wide receiver doesn't mean that he yeah. should be a top 10 player. There we go. All right, guys. So let's. I'm gonna run back my top ten, and you run back your top ten. So I've got Christian McCaffrey, got Saquon. Bar- Saquon. Let me just run through mine. Okay. So I got Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, Alvin Kamara, David Johnson, DeAndre Hopkins, Devonta Adams, Todd Gurley, Michael Thomas, Le'Veon Bell, James Conner. All right. I got uh, Zeke, Gurley, Christian McCaffrey, Kamara, Barkley, DeAndre Hopkins. 
DJ, Michael Thomas, Connor, and Bell. Okay. So overall, not too far off, especially once you convince me on some, some of my dumber decisions here. I was making that. I was just like, fuck this guy. Fuck that guy. <laughs> da, da, da. Pulling a little Evan here. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, think about the rules. Think about the things we were talking about earlier. Um, make sure you bring your money. Think about the playoff Where scheduling. Keepers. How you want to get paid out. New trophies. Your draft order. All that fun stuff. And we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Bye.